This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Hello and welcome back to the Not So Fit Couple podcast with your hosts, Lucy Davis. And Benjamin Holden. I'm actually really excited for today's episode. I feel like it's a topic we've never really spoke about because we haven't had the opportunity well, to speak about. Obviously it's very relevant because it's just, it's just finished, hasn't it? But... Before we get started, I just put these on before I notice you've got them on as well. What? The clouds? These. People never stop asking about them on Instagram. They have changed my life, you know. My yeah. feet feel so much better in these than anything else. I walk in, I go for yeah. walks in them as well. They were £9, these ones. Mine are exactly the same. I can't get mine off my foot. Mine are identical spends if you're looking on YouTube. And I paid 29 I'm I'm a so size, the weird size now because I'm a size nine men's UK and I have to get 44 to 45. I think they're in women's sizing. Not women's sizing, it's European sizing. It's, is it? it? No, it's still, it's a bit stranger. European sizing, but they're really good. I think we recommended it to, well, we got them off your auntie, mm-hmm. but Ben's sister does makeup and she stood on her feet for a lot of the day. So if you're stood on your feet for a lot of the day, it can really affect your ankles and your heels can't it so if yes. you're onto like a soft cushion my friend who's a physio has just got them as well oh, and honestly yeah because you're on your feet a lot of the day and the pain the great you of know, standing do you want to remind me of knockoff this isn't an, this isn't an ad by the no, way not, this I is just generally them. we actually love them yeah they they are like 300 pound cheaper than the uh <laughs> Yeezys, Yeezys. Yeah. and they look the same <laughs> they do they, they are great aren't they mm-hmm. i love them they've changed the other thing that me and carl was speaking about this morning was the people's feet so there's been a lot of stuff shown recently that, you know, because we wear trainers so much, that people's feet are getting squashed up. And the natural shape of your feet, there should be gaps in between your toes so that mm. when we grip grip stuff, we plant our foot down, there should be a spread. Because we wear shoes so much and certain types of trainers are so tight, it's almost confining our feet all day long and making them misshaped, not how they're not supposed to be. Again, I just wear these all the time. They give my feet a lot more freedom as well. Yeah, well, I have a toe that looks like a chicken drumstick, don't I? Oh, yeah, it's not and the it's most it's appealing thing, to the be most hideous thing. I always say to my mum, did you drop me as a child onto my toe? How is that? It absolutely, Cal's pissing himself because actually looking at it now and it looks like a chicken drumstick. Just it don't like, come near me with it. It really. hides under my other toe. It's like if you ever I seen, need a metal rod in that one day. Have you ever day. seen scary movies? Like, that's my strong hand. It's like your Take foot. Take strong toe. toe. Come on. Nobody knows about the toe unless you go on holiday with me. But well, um, Now we all know. Just cracking open the monster. Do you know what is so weird as well? Black and blue monsters. Nowhere. Yeah, there's obviously a I shortage. I don't know if it's because of Brexit. It's not because it of Brexit. It's just the colour of them. That's not going to affect... Of course it is. If it's import and they're not coming well, in... So why Bre- couldn't they import all the other monsters? You don't know where they're manufactured in different places. If you go to some no. countries in the world... That's a new can. What do you mean Look at the can? front. That blue, yeah. that zero sugar is new. It's not. It's always been there. Oh, sorry. I don't don't argue me about my there. monster. <laughs> uh, the only thing you can get now is multi-packs. The reason why I'm guessing that is because people are stingy as anything. So they won't get the ones. But if I see people in Tesco buying up the multi-packs now, I'm going to RKO the shit out of someone when I see them in Tesco, just to let you know about that. Because mm-hmm. these these are my life. Gross. Why is that gross? It's just me drinking a drink. It's no. human nature. No, it's, a, it's an actual phobia. 
It's not gross, though, is it? Me taking a <laughs> sip of my drink is not gross. <laughs> That's a gross thing that happens in your life. I hope there's someone else who, who is listening to the podcast and literally has to skip past that bit where Ben slips. I think I meet people's day. Mm. Regardless, let's move on. This week, what have we done? We've done Liverpool Fitness Expo. We were speaking there really at the weekend. Cool. Yeah, that was good really Good event. Fun. It was the first fitness event I did in Liverpool. And it's the first event I've been to since COVID as well. Yeah, I think we shone and all stuck out a little bit like a sore thumb I don't know what the best way to phrase it is because it was a lot of bodybuilders and we're not bodybuilders and a lot of the questions that were we just thrown... gave our opinion on is bodybuilding good or bad and obviously we gave our opinion on that and like I said in the post that I popped the other week I don't think bodybuilding's bad I think bad bodybuilding's bad but also the the thing that I was trying to get across to people in the audience was that what you were seeing on stage over there because there's a competition on is not normal. It's not healthy to be at that, that state. But those bodybuilders and those competitors aren't staying at those states all year round, which is what I suppose normal fitness folk perceive. Oh, sorry, perceive to be the norm and try and aim for that condition year round, which is really unhealthy. So it's all perception, the way we perceive things. But is bodybuilding healthy? No. Not for certain points. Stepping on stage, I don't think no. it's healthy. No, competitive bodybuilding isn't healthy. I wouldn't argue. <laughs> Mic drop. <laughs> Obviously, a lot of PEDs in there as well. I don't know what that is. Performance enhancing drugs. Oh yeah, but um, let's move on to One today's more topic. Thing, Lucy. Aww, I'm thing to that talk if you're listening it. to this, we'll also put in the link in the description. We are we sold out the barbell pads last week. They will be relaunching again on Fridays. Uh, this Friday, Friday the thirteenth. Oh, I know. I said that in the email this morning. I was like, "Well, that's oh, very unlucky, Friday isn't it? 13th, yeah. Very unfortunate." Good day to launch product. Yeah, something's just like. Maybe where all our product is stored, the whole yeah. thing is just going to set on fire. But we have, yeah, we have another import coming in because basically one was delayed. So we sold out the first lot last week and there'll be a waiting list you, you can join right now and you'll be first to notified on Friday when the new import comes in from China. I don't think, yeah, okay. Do you not get my impression of Donald Trump then? Is that who you're trying to be? Everybody says it. On the news. Yeah, I just wasn't acknowledging the, the, it. The virus came from China. He's fucking so oh, rude. Like, why would you do that? What a prick! That's he's actually a, so not he's a okay. Very intelligent is it? Man, but he's a very yeah, but just man. to do stuff like that, it's just actually not he okay. Says some stupid shit on here. So that's what he is. Mm-hmm. But today's episode. Are you giving the eyes? Today's episode. We're going to be talking about the Olympics and giving a bit of an overview of the good, the bad, the ugly. And all the things that, that sort of surrounded it. And me and Lucy have chosen some different topic points to touch. Some what? Different topic points. <laughs> I thought you went... <laughs> topic points to touch on today. Me and Lucy have chosen some different... different. I, I've, I've wanted to touch on a couple of bits which were to do in the, the build-up to the Olympics. I think there was, with this Olympics, there was a lot of stuff that happened prior to it even starting that was very controversial, which was teeing us up to kind of a, a, a lot that could potentially unfold during the actual event. One of those things that I think we saw a lot of was, I think her name was Sha'Carri Richard, Richardson, who pe- who was the girl who, who tested positive for marijuana. Did you see that one? Yeah, just before we dive into that, can we just say that definitely the Olympics this year was so special? Mm-hmm. I th- Generally, though, because after COVID... It was a difficult I think, Olympics. I think a lot of people thought the Games weren't going to happen... And what you notice with sport, because this was just after the Euros. Yeah. That brought England together after a, a really tough couple of years. 
And I think the Olympics this year did this, the same, especially for morale in sport. It was so high for GB. Like I mean, everyone was buzzing, which I think is just a point that we have to make at the start that yeah. it was awesome. When you look at the two different events, so I think the football brought more people together because of everyone that was watching it. And I think because it well, wasn't... We, it was hit, it wasn't here on, as well. Which? Uh, like we could, people couldn't fly and go and watch Tokyo, whereas a lot of people were watching the football. Well, that's actually a weird one. How could people can go to football stadiums and watch the Euros? But what, what Tokyo didn't have audiences. Yeah. That's sad. It depends if it's red or amber green. And I'd argue that brought people together more because more people were watching it maybe because that it wasn't on every single day. However, I also feel like you've got a different type of fan watching it. Obviously, there was a lot of backlash from the football from idiots, hooligans, racists and stuff like that, which you didn't get with fans of, of the Olympics, which, again, was nice to see. Yeah, definitely. I do wonder what the atmosphere would have been like. In t- I think it would have been absolutely unreal. Imagine if those stadiums were filled. Yeah, that it would have just been so ecstatic because you next, can imagine it's not the same. The next one's in France. I really want Paris. to try and go to that. Yeah, yeah. Paris, that, Paris is in France, but we'll. Gonna we'll, already try we'll, and book we'll my tickets. Yeah, mm. gonna try and book my tickets. I think you can do it this earlier. I reckon you can literally do it like three years out. You know. I think you can. They, they don't. They don't know what the venues are. They don't know what the capacity is going to be. They're not built yeah, yet. No, they're that's not, true. Not going to be able to sell tickets yet until the. the How exciting! The build, but it'll be sick that. But yeah, Sha Sh- Sh- Richardson was the was the female, the 100-meter runner, who tested positive for marijuana. There's obviously a lot of controversy over this because I believe that in her state it was legal legal to smoke weed, but in the IOC's eyes, it was, and from, from WADA, it was not legal. The, the, the three reasons why they, they class weed as a drug, which is completely ruled out, that there's three things they go through. Does it possess health risks to athletes? I think they said, yeah, obviously it does. Does it enhance performance? Obviously not. If anything, it would make us slower. And the third one, does it violate the spirit of the sport? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And and that was the thing because people were drawing it back to conclusions. When Ma- Do you remember when Michael Phelps did it when he said a big bong and he was sitting there, I think with like a bowl of cornflakes, just, just chonging on it? I remember that going around because I think I still swam at the time, but I, hadn't he quit? He finished. No, I don't think he quit. He, I he thought he No, nah, there's talks about him getting a ban. I don't think he got as big of a ban as she did. However, I think her ban got reduced to 30 days because she did some rehabilitation thing or something. Was she actually smoking weed or was it like CBD? No, it was weed, yeah. Oh, okay, it's a bit different, isn't it? It's, it's it is different it's, than it's, just it's, having it's, CBD. It's within the, the Olympics rule, which is why it's a bit stupid to do it, especially when you know that you're one of the fastest female olympians on the track yeah however i think i was pulling some stuff up and what what she said was that she apologized on air on the on the today show and she explained why she smoked the marijuana saying she used it as a coping mechanism sorry a coping mechanism after a reporter who she who she described as a complete stranger told her that her biological mother had died was that true I think her mum had died and she'd only just got told about it and I think there's a bit of shock or something around it and that's the reason why she was smoking weed to calm her down at that oh, time period. That's sad. Obviously, that's what we know that in respect to medicine, a lot of people, and it's issued weed as a as a drug to calm people down, help with anxiety and stress. So you can see why if it was that, that circumstance she may have used it. It's obviously hard though, isn't it? Because she's taken it off of her own back. It's not been clinically 
prescribed to and her. Legal in her state, so she's thinking. Yeah. But you need to know what the rules are, obviously, especially when you're just about to go to the Olympics. It's a bit. Well, to be fair, I think she was smoking it during qualifying. Yeah. Oh, that. It... Yeah, it's a really hard one because she's probably not even been thinking straight at the time if she's received some horrible news and then her automatic response yeah. has kind of been like, oh, shit. And and she's she's done that. But yeah, the thing with like drugs, it's, it is a drug. The thing with there's drugs. Obviously, there's mass stuff about legalizing weed though, isn't it? Which is... Yeah. The things with drugs and things like that at the Olympics, you get drug tested so often in, in the UK. I don't know if it's a worldwide thing, but you have something called 100% me and you have to log constantly what you're taking if you're taking new medicine they come and check up at your house at random times so there must be something similar in yeah, well, the u.s harry when i went down to see harry Aikens, obviously he was in this olympics this year because he's done his hamstring which he was really good about speaking to him on whatsapp the other day and he was devastated when he was watching it because i think he was in good running because i think he won the british champs as well which was leaving yeah, him good good sort of foundations for the olympics as well and he'd been training hard but he was saying he always has to update the app of where he is. If he's staying in hotels, if he's going to Loughborough, if he's going somewhere else, because he could then turn up and be tested at any time. I think they yeah. get three strikes, and if they're not there, it's... So heavy, that, isn't yes. it? Imagine if you just kind of like... It's like oh, being a kid again, isn't it? You're telling your mum where you are, so I'm only back at 10 o'clock. Yeah, yeah, stressful, it, but... The other thing is, it's funny, this, but we're talking about legalising weed. When I was working, when I was starting my recruitment for the police we had to stand up in the room and give a presentation. I think I gave my presentation on something to do with health and fitness and getting people moving and why movement was good for mental health. A good presentation. <laughs> solid presentation. That's a solid topic. Going it's into a the solid police. topic. Mental health, good physical yeah, fitness. Yeah, get on the good side. Yeah, get on the good side of the instructor. <laughs> the guy after me, I always thought he was a bit shady, he's a bit weird, a bit creepy, and he always smelled a little bit as well. Not, not the ideal candidate, but... He got up and gave a presentation. By a man, this is in the police recruitment part. We had already been passed and we just had to get through this. So tra- he had passed. We were, we were in the training at this point, right? We're <laughs> middle of the training. We've gotten through half it, so a couple of months. He gets up and gives a presentation about how weed should be legalized. We were all just sat there like, is he fucking high? Do you know what? Even if he thinks that, and a lot of people agree with him, you don't do your police presentation on it. You just, it's not if the there's ideal one thing, to to, it's it? just not, is it? All the chief of police just thinking, yeah, maybe he's um he's not the right yeah. kind of guy. He'd go and arrest someone for having weed and he'd take it back for himself. Yeah. <laughs> he obviously loved Chongan because you could see it in his eyes. But <laughs> I, I don't know. I think there's a lot of benefits to weed. I don't know enough about it to say it should be legalized, but there seems to be a lot of evidence supporting the fact that it does a lot for people's mental health so well there's been a massive rise on cbd hasn't there and that is c is it cbd means cannabis yeah drops is it cannabis cannabis yeah what's the d for drops no cbd is an acronym used for cannabidiol which is a cannabidiol well the acronym really in marijuana but it's not thc cbd yeah so it's a Basically, I was just talking about the exact name of it. It's it's a it's non psychoactive either, so it doesn't give you those sort of drowsy high effects that cannabis uh, will give you. So, so it's a bit purer. It's from I think it's from the it's from the same plant but a different part of the plant, and it doesn't give you those psychoactive feelings. It helps, it still helps with stress, helps with sleep, helps with recovery. There's different types as well. So I'm taking 
CBD at the moment. I'm not saying what brand it is because I'm doing a two-week trial to see what type before I even tell anyone about it because I've been one of those people who didn't want to like CBD, mm. but I found myself liking it. And I'm taking it in tablet form because by taking it in liquid form, it's believed that it doesn't absorb properly and you only potentially absorb 60%. Just because... It doesn't do well in heat. So obviously your mouth's quite warm. That's why when they're saying when people bake CBD and other stuff and eat it, it doesn't work as well because natural light and heat destroys it or sort of dampens the effect of it. And the other way that people use it is by doing it on rubs as well. Mm-hmm. Apparently the rubs, rubs work, but apparently not as well. So the, the ones that I'm taking at the moment have got this special capsule in it, which helps it get through the digestive system because you want it to get to the liver or intestine and then that's when the droplets come out and form and you get the proper hit of cbd so i'm doing it at the moment i've just gone up to 30 milligrams per day and i'm just starting to see the effects of it now i think so i've been monitoring my blood pressure my recovery my performance in the gym how my sleep's been i'm gonna put a post up on in the next couple of weeks and probably a youtube video just to, to give my thoughts on cbd yeah definitely i think what's it's well important what you said there like you're actually trialing something for like two three weeks before even telling anyone about it you can't just have one drop or one tablet and be like whoa yeah. feel incredible and it's the same with all supplements and you can't just have one <laughs> have a bit of vitamin but, c is a big thing for a lot of people yeah yeah definitely this richardson though as well so she got banned and she couldn't run the 100 meters because the band stretched up to in the middle of the olympics but she actually could have ran the four by one because the four by one was a it week. was last. Yeah, wasn't it, it was like a week or two later from a main event, so the ban was up then. But they still decided not to take her. Oh, I think potentially maybe it was in in spirit of the the US team and it, it sort of clouded the reputation yeah. of the US Olympic team. Yeah, which is fair enough. That's a decision that they personally made. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The other one that I just want to quickly touch on, we all know about, was the in the build up to the Olympics, the the trans athlete. There's, they've, they've come out with a, a statement, haven't they? What was that? Isn't it saying that they think they should now have a category? Mm. Have I made that up? I, you no, reposted I, it, I think. They just, they just, I said it was a bit of a circus because they don't know what that's going to do yet. They don't know whether they're going to take it out of the women's categories. They don't know if it's going to be their own category. It's just, it's a big sort of mess, I think, at the moment. And there's a lot of to and fro in them with it where they don't know what's going to go on. Obviously, what we can say was that it was a historic moment in in the Olympics to have a, a trans athlete. I mean, I don't agree with it. I don't agree with trans athletes being in female sport, women's sport, because I just think it's going to destroy it completely. And I think what a lot of people have said with this is that oh, she she got she was too, she didn't register a lift, mm. didn't register a single lift in the Olympics, and that's why people were like. Well, obviously, it's not that much of an issue. The thing with Laurel Hubbard is, yes, she didn't register a lift. One, what does that mean? She didn't register for for the weight she was supposed to lift. Yeah, none of them. She didn't lift. Why didn't she just lift something lighter? Because she wouldn't have been stand anywhere near where she needed to be in the competition. So there was people who lifted heavier than what she lifted. Yeah, yeah, and completed the lifts. Okay. So this was the this is sort of the mm. the other argument I was coming from it saying well obviously it's not that much of an issue then if she didn't even register a lift and other females beat her the thing that we've got to remember is Laurel Hubbard is the third oldest Olympian to ever compete in weightlifting the second thing is she sustained an injury in 2018 which they thought was going to completely finish her career so what you've got is a is a female 
who has been injured and come back from a really serious injury, which is going to have an impact on performance. And she is very, very much past her peak performance. Imagine in the Lex Olympics, they, they allow trans athletes to come into the, the women's category. It's a 25-year-old who's never been injured, an absolute pinnacle of performance mm. with those higher testosterone levels. I think also what you have to take into consideration for her is she's probably dealt with a lot of hate. This is what I don't and, agree with. And mental health issues, and I absolutely don't agree with that. So she was probably struggling behind closed doors when everything came up in the media, and she's probably thinking, oh my God. So she's not only dealing with the stress of an injury and, and things like that and competing, it's the backlash from the media. This is the bit that I don't agree with. I agree. And I am 100% against trans athletes competing in the women's category. I, think the potential, I don't know what the answer is, whether they, they should create their own category. What I don't agree with is people taking that disagreement or that anger that has been sort of contributed from the IOC or the Olympic Committee and then targeting it towards her as a person. It has, yeah. It's not her fault directly. She's competing in a sport that she's loved all her life that she wants to do. She's been through the transformation and now she's doing what she wants to do and has been told that she can do that. I don't think she should suffer the brunt of it. As a person, a human being, we shouldn't be doing that. We should be looking at the, the rules and regulations that the Olympic Committee have now brought in. Well, yeah, she was essentially the scapegoat for yes. the whole thing and yes. that's a really big shame. And I, I do agree that sports like Olympic weightlifting and boxing and things like that, like contact sports, there isn't, there's not a level playing field. It's probably the even, best way to say it. I don't think it's even contact sports because you're talking about, well, let's look at the 100 metres. There's 15-year-old kids in college-level sprinting that are running faster times than the women's 100-metre rec- world record. Mm. So I think it's going to do contact sports. Yeah. I think it's sports in general. And this was one of the guidelines that the Olympic Committee brought in. And they said... As, as long as they have declared their gender identity as, as female for at least four years mm-hmm. and kept the testosterone level below 10 nanomoles per litre for at least 12 months, then they're okay. Now, according to the NHS, women's testosterone levels range between 0.7 and 2.8. 0.7 and 2.8. And they're saying as long as they have kept their testosterone levels below 10 nanomoles, females generally lie between 0.7 and 2.8. Okay. So that's way, yeah, way... Yeah, it's significantly different. Way higher. And you know what? Women definitely have different levels of testosterone. And you can see people who build muscle quite quickly naturally range, would have yeah. a high level of testosterone. And people who maybe don't build as quickly would, would have lower levels of testosterone, but like natural levels. Mm-hmm. I'd, I would be probably quite curious to see what my natural levels are. We can get your test done. I've just ordered That'd another. Be quite interesting. I've just ordered another a test now because I get my bloods done every six months, so I'll be getting mine done another couple of months just to see where mine are currently are. Yeah, I'm not massively bothered because it doesn't really. It doesn't but really I think, but me. why not? It's almost like having an MOT done. Like you get them done on your car yearly. Why would you not want to see what's going on with the inside of your body? Mm. I have had that done before, but I don't think mine mine showed estrogen. What else did it show? Sometimes estrogen, it... lactic. I don't think mine even sometimes it gives a, Sometimes it gives another reading of available testosterone, which is a bit different. Yeah, I think mine had that. Yeah. Okay. But you can you can see what is in animals or per decimal per litre. I think it's, mm-hmm. it's usually shown in. One of the big things to take away, Emily Campbell became the first female weightlifter to win a medal for Britain. Yeah, she won silver, she was which so is fucking sick. awesome. Yeah. 
the other thing from the Olympic weightlifting I just wanted to touch on as well is China's Lee lifted an Olympic record of 320 kilos to take the title. That's unreal. 320 kilos, she lifted yeah. it all together. That's amazing. Which is insane. I definitely had a few highlights that I wanted to point out as well. Okay. Or did you have more? Which? I just meant highlights from like the whole games. Yeah, I think I think we can obviously look at some of the highlights. I think that was just one of the ones that I wanted to touch on from Olympic weightlifting. Olympic weightlifting. The, the mad thing is though, there's a, there's a lot of sports in this Olympics that have been I think added in additionally. Yeah, skateboarding. Do, yeah. BMX. Do, do you know what? Are we going to get to the point where bodybuilding's added into the Olympics? No, I don't think so. Imagine. Well, this is the conversation we had because it's very subjective, isn't it? It's based on who's judging you. But then we also so had the conversation. So is gymnastics and things like diving, for example. So I don't know. I exactly. don't think I'd want to see it in the Olympics. The thing is, with, with we know bodybuilding from any sport in the world is probably the biggest sport which has the consumption of performance-enhancing drugs. It's po- it's po- it's, it's, yeah. only, it's only sport in the world I think it's really accepted where it's part of it. And that really goes against... Unless, the unless they had natural athletes in it, which you'd have to have. Yeah. But then no one's asked about it. I don't and think the, it'll ever be in there, but... Imagine how... A logistical nightmare. How much money they would have to spend on testing <sighs> mm-hmm. for bodybuilding. It would just... It would seem like a waste of money because, as you said, a lot of people who step on stage do use PEDs. Is that what they're called? Yeah, PEDs, yeah. PEDs. Um, yeah, I feel there was definitely so many highs of the Olympics this year. We were fourth on the medal table. We I were. think it was US, Japan, no, the US, China, China, Japan, GB. Like we were ahead of Australia and Russia, which is pretty phenomenal. Well, the weird thing with Russia this year was ROC, wasn't it? The Russian Olympic Committee. Olympic because Committee. Banned, which I thought was bullshit, by the way. I just didn't even Why were they allowed understand? to compete? under? The, I think it was under the national flag or something different they were allowed to compete under because obviously they got banned due to all that drug stuff mm. from the, which was on... on, on which was discovered by a documentary Invictus. Yeah, 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 yeah. That's a Crazy. great documentary, isn't Very it? Very good. Um, but yeah, so I just had... 65 medals. Is that what we had in total? 65 medals. Yeah, I think US was something like 118, wasn't it? Well... Pretty crazy. 130 in the US had. 113. We actually had more than Japan. We just had less gold. So we had 22 golds, yeah. 21 silver, 22 bronze. I feel so proud for that because I was... I we watched the Olympic highlights quite a lot because we're super in tune with that and it was enjoyable to watch. So the first women's team for gymnastics claimed a medal since 1928. 28. 1928. Uh, Georgia Taylor Brown got a silver in the women's triathlon and she got a flat tire on the last leg of her bike. And I used to swim with her at Manchester. She oh, used really? to pop in and do her swim. She's now a cyclist. She's a triathlete. Ah, okay. So she got silver. And then obviously you've got a guy called Tom Dean who became the first British male swimmer to win more than one gold medal at a single Olympics in 113 years. 113 113 years. years. So we've got the four by two as well as winning the men's 200 in a new British record. I thought that thingy Kenny won two golds. No. Who? This was just for swimming. Oh, okay. In 113 years. And then obviously PT, he did incredible. He has the fastest 100-meter no. breaststroke time in history. He has the 16 quickest times in the world. 16? Yeah. So he's done the quickest time under 57 seconds, and he has the world record. And then the last one, which is well exciting for me, was the mixed 
four by 100 medley. So that's when you have girls and guys competing in the same race. Yeah, that was cool. Uh. Did so, a triathlon like that as well. Yeah, it was really cool. Which I think is amazing. I don't think I... I think when I swam, I don't think that... I didn't do a mixed I think relay. I the first time they did it, wasn't it? I don't know if they did it at the last Olympics or not. But they got a world record. And my friend Anna was the freestyle that leg. And that's just so cool. She they did went, the last leg. She was the last she leg. She was getting chased down by that big American By dude, wasn't it? Aussie. Was the, the quickest... I thought he was American. I think he was Aussie. The quickest 100 meter mm-hmm. freestyler. And she was like, oh my Chasing God. Chasing her down. Imagine that. Just yeah. fucking looking back and seeing that big walloper coming after you. Isn't that amazing though? Putting like guys and girls together in the same race. You don't do a mixed 4 by 100 meter relay, do they? That was that? Oh, athletics. That'd be quite good to see as well, wouldn't <laughs> athletics, it? Athletics, what, what were you doing? What was I doing there? Well, I mean, I don't know. Yeah, that would be well. Cool I mean, I wonder see. how many more we'll see. We're just popping up with the triathlon and stuff as well. It's the first time they're there. I w- I sat up and watched that till one thirty in the morning. The triathlon or yeah. the marathon? The, the triathlon mixed one is really That's good. So cool. I just think what a, what a sick thing to introduce. I think when you, I don't know if it does, but I think when you're looking at inclusivity and a quality of the sport, I just think it's nice to see instead of men and women always being pitted against each other. I think mm-hmm. it was nice to see them doing something together. Well, also, you've got to be a bit strategic. The way you organise the four people, mm-hmm. like we had a girl first swimming, she was against seven guys. She got a shit start, didn't and she? she was like, yeah. She got a crap jump. Well, all the all the guys were obviously a lot faster. And this is Kathleen. But then the way they worked, they had Pete and James Guy. and that, So it was like just, sandwich, yeah. yeah. I think that it's Super a me- clever. It's a mental thing, though, of starting the race off further back which might be quite difficult yeah when definitely he got in the pool but yeah it was good yeah it was the the olympics was the second most successful olympics we've done for team gb for team gb what w- was london rio rio mm-hmm. oh london was two olympics ago wasn't yeah, it nine i lose 2012 nine years i lose track yeah yeah that's freaking phenomenal mm-hmm. did we we apparently were expected predictions to get 52 medals and 14 goals Golds. And we suppressed Got 60, it. 65 and 22 gold. So yeah, these are past there. Do you know what's so crazy as well? I, I, I was trying to find it this morning when I was doing my show notes, but there was somebody who did a reel about COVID at the Olympics, like being in the Olympic village. Yeah. I think I showed you the video and I was gobsmacked in terms of they couldn't leave. They had yeah, to wear mad. masks 24 seven, only taken mm. off when eating. They could walk literally a hundred meters if they were shop-owned. COVID chaperoned, 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 chaperoned. chaperoned, and they had to do COVID tests. I think a couple of times a day. Yeah, they couldn't hang around. Did you watch couldn't it? Did you watch around. the yeah. ending ceremony? There was hardly anyone there. Yeah, well, everyone left. Yeah, but they had to leave. As in, they had to leave the country. Yeah. Which so the only athletes were there on the end of the, yeah. the last day were the ones who just competed, and also probably the the yeah, that's in. You can't. You want to get into an athlete's head, don't you? And what it was like well, to be at that. Yeah. We're gonna have some athletes on. We definitely the are. We're not gonna say who it is or when it is, but we're gonna have some Team GB athletes on over the next couple of weeks and months, so mm. we can pick apart their little brains and see what's going on within there. Because you can't. I can't imagine when we used to go away on camps and stuff that you just you're so restricted as an athlete. Where usually sometimes you need your headspace. Mm-hmm. You want to go on a walk without a chaperone well i'm actually going to go into some talk about this now because it's quite mm. interesting but just firstly before we do do you know where most of the medals were won which sport yeah 
wasn't swimming, wasn't athletics. Cycling? Yes. <sighs> 12 medals of women's cycling. Over here. 12? Mm. That's what, because I think the cycling was last, and that's where we made up most of our medals. Is this road cycling or velodrome cycling? The velodrome, yeah. We're pretty good at that, you know. Very We're good. very skilled at that, aren't we? There's a we velodrome got, in Manchester. We got 11 in athletics, triathlon, pentathlon. But obviously, they're big events with loads of athletes and cycling, just one. And then we also had 11 in the swimming and diving combined. Yes. Diving was great. Oh, Tom Daly. Yeah. yeah Amazing. Mitten. Yeah, he got his first gold. Yeah. So I know that you talked about this sort of getting inside the, the athlete's mindset and inside the head. Oh, that's very close. And it's something that we we'll want to do with some of the athletes that we bring <laughs> you on. You just missed what I did then. A little licky. Licky, licky. He's such a child, aren't he? <laughs> we, I think the big thing to take away from this Olympics was the... Uh, I can't remember what her fa- uh, first name is. Biles. The Simone Biles. Simone Biles, yeah. Oh, the, yeah, the US gymnast. The US gymnast who pulled out because of mental health. So she, she withdrew from the uh, women's team final when she was in a team event due to mental health reasons. And and the single. Yeah, yeah. She, well, yeah. she, she was doing the team thing at the time, though. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Was that footage of where she's talking, everyone's saying, you've got this, you've got this. I'm just not here at the moment. And uh, she did some, I think it was the vault, she did something. And then she suffered from something called the twisties, which is actually a, a mental condition in which gymnasts lose the sense of where their bodies are in midair. And she said you could see it in her eyes, she'd just gone. Did she land? I think so, yeah. I haven't seen the vault where she did it, but imagine that. You just fucking basically black out midair. Yeah, dangerous terrifying. That. But she, I've, she, got a, she got some criticism and backlash mm. from some people on social media. Who need to grow the fuck up. I think I think it's really 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 good for the sport because she said afterwards after performance I did I just didn't want to go on I have to focus on my mental health I just think mental health is more prevalent in sports right now and for 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 a lot of reasons I think this is a good thing she's also went on to speak about uh, mental health and the challenges facing top athletes in the world and also she went on to say that she's potentially going to go through therapy, which I think is great for not just sport, but for everyone, for mm. her to talk about that openly and talk about therapy and for then more people to be able to relate to that and potentially get help with mental issues that they're dealing with. And we obviously know there's a lot of pressure on top performing athletes and Olympians. So to get that from someone like her, I hopefully will help that in the future because I think it's one of those sort of sports and, and industries where you've got to, push, 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 push. Eventually, sometimes something may break, i.e. the mind. So it's it's something that we've got to be aware of. And I think the other thing is, do you know, just comparatively, if if we're looking at it, she obviously stopped, didn't she? Mm-hmm. Quit, said, I'm, I'm not doing it. And she got slated a little bit on social media for it. She got heavily slated. Saying, oh, you shouldn't be in the team if you can't take it, blah, blah, blah. However... If we look at other athletes who pulled out due to physical injury, no one says anything to them. But with, with it being mental, just because you can't see it, people gave her a hard time because of it. And I would argue that dealing with those mental injuries or, or those mental health is a lot more difficult to deal with than a, than a physical injury. But we don't moan at people who just don't don't go get, get back up and just carry on. Well, it's so interesting that because she literally said... I was just pulling up there about what you were speaking out and she decided to pull out because she's dealing with things internally that will get fixed in the next couple of days. 
So she knew in her head, look, can't compete right now. Give me a few days and and I'll probably be able to pull something out of the bag. But it was such a strong decision because you had so, like Justin Bieber put a post up about her. Like everyone in America was posting and talking about her because what a role, role model mm-hmm. to be able to speak. I think she's quite young as well. She's 26, I think. 26. To be able to speak up about it. And speak up about... To be able to stand up and say no. Do you know, yeah. do you know some of those coaches who's their lives to get competitive athletes there, they're very unforgiving towards athletes. Yeah. To stand up and say, no, I'm not doing it is massive. Do you know what the other thing she did? Is, do you know what she said? What? In a, an interview a week before the Tokyo Games. She was asked to name the happiest moment of her career. Do you know what she said? No, but I feel like it's going to be really sad. Probably my time off. Oh, that's awful. I can see that though. It's yeah. For, it's a, I know people say, it's the, how can you complain about having that job? You do the best thing in the world. You represent your country. You get to do a sport that you love. It's like when people go on holiday and take, take time off from work. However, the, the pressure that is applied to these sort of athletes and these people is huge. There's no wonder when she gets a bit of time off to eat food she wants to eat, see friends, socialize, not train every single day, that she has the best times of her life when she's doing that. I can 100% relate to that well do you remember that documentary we watched on netflix athlete a about the u.s gymnastics team who well, were to come on to that. go ahead basically mm. this is why people when she's pulled out due to her mental health reasons and people are moaning about it i can I, when you understand this you'd be like fuck yeah mm-hmm. I, can, I can i can understand that i can vibe with that because usa gymnastics had looked the other way uh at lawrence g nasser i think it was that the physio guy a long a long time the long-time national doctor for the, the, the USA He was like a physio team. as well, yeah, wasn't yeah. he? Freak. Absolute freak. Yeah. Horrible man. And he molested hundreds of female athletes, including many of her teammates. And though it took time to realise, he actually molested Biles herself. Mm-hmm. So she was a part of that group who was molested. Imagine yeah. the long-term impacts that all ha- that has on her. Yeah. On top of the pressure of gymnastics, on top of the pressure of competing, on top of the fatigue, everything else. She was molested for years and never knew anything about her. And also, the other thing as well, she was she was in foster care as well. Yeah, she was. There was do you know what's another thing? When she was speaking out... It's a fucking tough life. Yeah, when she was speaking out about pulling out of specific events in the games, suddenly there was loads of articles that have been brought up from her past. Mm. And it's kind of like she's that might not be the reason why she specifically pulled out of these ones, but everything was pulled up about her and she was like, it's not like, stop bringing up everything that's ever happened to me. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? It, Do you know, it, if I was there, if I got to that point where I was molested, I'd been for less and I was I'd still be getting like, shit give about, me a break. Like, do you know what? Fuck it. I'm never doing it again. I'm going to do whatever I want to do. I'm sick of it. So the fact that she's still continued and been at this level is unbelievable. Yeah. Completely agree. She's awesome. Yeah. So Such a role model, not even just for gymnasts. Model for all-round sport, fitness. You can correlate that to so many different parts. You don't have to be an Olympic athlete to to appreciate that she's a great role model for mm-hmm. young women. And the other thing that we saw was we saw a new 100-meter men's winner at the bowl, bowl successor, yeah. which was Lamont Jacobs. I think he was Italian. What was his? He, I think he was the first man to run under 10 seconds since bowl. If I'm getting that correct, don't quote me on that. Not not everything that we're saying in this podcast, by the way, is <laughs> we can be held to accountable to because mm. it's just things that research that we've done. But there's a lot of sp- 
sort of speculation about him. I'm going to tell you why. Because he's been apparently forced to split from his nutritionist following a police probe into steroid um, distribution or taking steroids. So there's been, the police are looking at his nutritionist because apparently he's been selling steroids. And then the the, the Italian guy, who Lamont, who actually won, is now being accused of it. And I'll tell you why, because according to um, the reports, he was the only one not tested from the Olympic final. The only only athlete who wasn't, wasn't tested. That's weird in itself, do you, isn't it? Do you want to know why? Because his form was so shit in the build-up to the Olympics. Basically... He was running crap times. So they're like, yeah, there's no point in testing this dude because he's not going to come anywhere. And then his times dramatically increased over the next couple of weeks or months. And it's like, oh, fuck. He's now the fastest man in the world and we didn't test him. Could they not test him after? I think so. I think that's what they're looking at Did, doing. Yeah. So the, the other things were like things that match up. Basically, he's, he split from his nutritionist and his, his nutritionist is looked, looked into by the police for selling steroids. And... The he he ditched his I think his nutritionist was called Spazzini, and he's ditched them as a, as a result of the allegations, and basically his nutritionist was a professional bodybuilder. It's not fucking looking good for him, is yeah, it? I mean, when these calls start to stack up against you, I think you've got little little leg to to stand on, really. So have, really you, have you seen him as well? I've ju- I'm looks, just been trying to pull he up. He doesn't an image. look like a usual hundred meter sprinter. Let me see. If anyone's watching, if you if you if you go on if you watch on the YouTube channel uh, or whatever. Or oh, I think he looks like a sprinter. Oh, he looks a little bit more like a shot putter. Yeah, he's quite built but mm. chunky. He's not lean. Mm. I mean, who are we to say what hundred meter sprinter should look like? But in comparison to the other ones, he just doesn't look. Yeah, well, I actually was a sprinter yesterday, wasn't I? I trained like Usain Bolt for the day. He didn't. <laughs> I was he, like a sloth. Yeah. <laughs> oh my sloth god! That video of you running the park is funny. I know. But he he didn't even reach the finals in the World Championships in 2019. Didn't even reach the finals. That's crazy. Yeah. I'd be really interested to see the results from that and see what. The fact he's the only one out of the eight the who pool, wasn't. Yeah. Tested is a little bit sketchy. And his his nutritionist was nutritionist was distributing steroids. Hello. Yeah, it's really oh okay. Let's reevaluate that. I think that's pretty shit is as out. well. He also ran in the four by one hundred meters. So if he comes out of being accused of steroids, oh, I, don't, I don't know if they I don't know if they podiumed for that one. I'm not too sure. But if they did, then they're potentially going to be stripped of the medal because of him as well. I don't think they did podium for that. Didn't. What country was it again? Italy. I don't think they did. I'm not too sure. Was it? Was he? Da- it was GB America. I think Jamaica. Was it? I, w- I would imagine they'd be up there. Yeah. Yeah. There's, there, I think there's something about a Jamaican female runner as well who got banned. I was just looking at it then. I don't think it was um, a guy. It's Kenyan's Mark Atenio, 100 meter sprinter, has tested positive for a banned substance. Team Kenya said in a statement and will not take part in the Olympic qualifying heats on Saturday. Really. So he had posted a personal best of 10.05, finished second at the national trials last month, but he just tested positive for a banned substance. So what are you going to do about that? Shouldn't have been doing it. Well, I know. I'm just looking from a phone here because there was... Where's it gone? There's another athlete who got done for doping. 
actually can't find it now. I've we'll just it. leave it. I've got it. So this one was calcium, this one, yes, it was a Nordic skiing blood doping scandal. Skiing? They've not even done the Winter Olympics. Oh, this, no, this was in 2019. Uh, this one. I was going to say. So this one, he got done for blood doping. He was in the middle of doping. So this is the video. I'll, I'll get Cal to pull it up on the, the YouTube so you guys can see it. He's basically in the room doing the doping in the morning. The police raid his room and he's got to finish off doing the doping on the video before they can stop. And five other, five other guys got done for it as well. How crazy is that? Is he a skier? He's like a, a skier. downhill skier. So the police, police are going, boom, busted through the door. What the fuck's going on in here? You all sat there thinking, He's oh in the middle God. of the... He's like, I'm fucked. <laughs> well, you can't Re- do anything about throwing it. Throwing the white towel, mate, my life's done. So that's a blood transfusion, isn't it? So he can't just pull it out. So basically he's getting blood. He's getting blood from someone else. Yeah, putting yeah. Oh my God. All the stuff you'd that Lance Armstrong like... done for. <laughs> I just can't imagine that situation. What you you'd be like, yeah, sorry, I've, mate, uh, I've not, been doping. That's not what it looks like. Um, it's cranberry juice. <laughs> 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 I'll drink it. <laughs> oh my god, that is crazy! crazy. I love the Winter Olympics. I'm so excited. I always wonder how much more stuff is going to come out about other athletes as the technology improves to to test people because they're testing people from like ten twenty. They're, they're bringing in lab results from ten twenty years ago that they froze and looking over stuff, and that's why people are getting medal strips. Yeah, yeah, that's really heavy. I always wonder what would happen if one year they went. Do you know what? Should we just let everyone take steroids? Imagine what the times would be. No, you couldn't do that. Imagine that. It'd be like mm. the hop, skip, and where the fuck's he gone? Chip. Because Chip. he'd just be gone. You wouldn't even see him. Boom, off the screen, gone. Yeah. But they obviously would never do that and could never because Imagine. all the previous world records would probably get right. broken look and it's the so biased. Yeah, look at the size of someone already. Imagine them. It would be like mutants running down the, tr- the track, wouldn't it? Do you know the meme that I've been seeing floating around? <laughs> it's saying, imagine... If people, like, you and me, Cal, normal people just got letters through the post saying, you've qualified for this year's Olympics in gymnastics and you just have to go and perform. Rain, that would be <laughs> awesome. Imagine, like, if I got, like, a horse one, like, equestrian. Like, you get when you get someone's the call. It's like, you are now. <laughs> you are now. On the jury. Like, like, Ben Halden, you're now entered into the men's 10-meter diving. <laughs> Imagine if they did it. They did it. Okay, this is what it's like. This is what it's like. Do you remember Hunger Games? Where they yeah. get the draw out of the thing and go, you, <gasps> yeah. Candace Deberdeen, okay, whatever, and you have to go and do the Olympics. You weren't killing each other, but you have to go and do the Olympics and do other How, stuff. That yeah. would be sick. Imagine yeah. it. I know. Ben, There's a lot you, of memes. You are going in to do figure skating, imagine. <laughs> I'd be fucked. Figure skating. You're going to do diving. Hate swimming, yeah. mate. Yeah. You'd, you'd dive off and not come back up. Yeah, I'd be dead. I'd just sink to the bottom. If you had to pick a worse sport swimming. to do at the Olympics. Swimming. Really? Come swim. Yeah, I bet I mean, if I th- is there any is there any swimming events where you just do one length? Yeah, fifty meters. Oh, I'd do that. Yeah, okay. I'd come last, but I'd do that. My worst would be equestrian. What's I'm that? sitting on a horse where the horse kind of oh, you hate horses, ha- don't you? the horse kind of um does it dance? I don't actually. Does it do. dance? No, does it, I, what a question no, that is! Does a horse dance? Cowell you do ask I some mean, questions, you know, sometimes, no, no, and it honestly, after did you, she asked a question before we started the podcast and said, Ben, do you think I need a wee? How the hell am I supposed to know that? How am I supposed to know when your body requires to release your bladder? Okay, here we go. Equestrian, commonly known as horse riding or horseback riding, includes the disciplines of riding, driving, and vaulting. Oh, okay, so it's just riding a horse. Dressage. Okay, equestrian is not, I could not sit on a horse and make it jump over things. I don't think it'll work. I mean, pole vaulting wouldn't be very good for me because I'm quite happy. I think you might snap the pole. Yeah. (laughs) 
not like the, the, the probably one of the worst ones would be triathlon as well, just because you, I couldn't swim that far. Oh, I really want to enter. I would triathlon. love to do it. I'd have to do a non-swim triathlon because I couldn't swim. <laughs> Swimming, you can't so that's do it. It's just like a bike and a run. Yeah, it's not even an event. There is a non-swim triathlon, I think. Try bi. It was it's called like a biathlon, wasn't it? It's not bi? a duel. I'm bi- sure. It's bicep two, try two, I don't three. Know. But uh, that's what I'd have to do. Anyway, sorry, yeah. How hilarious would it be if you entered that? That'd be cool. Yeah. The other Moving thing, away. Oh, my laptop is about to go off. As always. I apologise. Um, the other thing that I want to quickly touch on. Thank you. The other thing that I quick, want to quickly touch on, which is quite interesting, which is actually very interesting, is the economic impact that the Tokyo mm-hmm. Olympics had. Mm-hmm. You will be surprised. Well, I've pulled up the exact same stats, so I might not be surprised. Did, did you think. did you watch some of the sort of B roll shots and the shots of Tokyo when they were sort of panning around the Olympic village not, and stuff? Not really. It no. was incredible. Tokyo is an incredible. Oh, sorry, yeah. The, 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 the skyscrapers, sky the skylights, the, yeah. the technology. It, it, it was just insane. But they firstly looked at them when they put the bid in for the. Olympic Games to be in Tokyo, they estimated that it would cost about 7.4, 7.5 billion to sort of facilitate. Mm. And that went up by 70%. It was 15 billion, wasn't it? Nope, more than that. It was the most expensive Olympic Games ever. Really? Yeah. So Rio cost 20 billion. Oh my god, that's extortionate. Twenty billion real cost. And have you seen the Olympic stadiums now, by the way, post Olympics in Rio? Yeah, they look like they're out of like yeah, a They've been neglected, movie. they've all the the shit all they've been left mm. to just completely deteriorate. That's so they, where London did so well. Some of them actually some of the stadiums they built there weren't actually supposed to last post Olympics. No, it's just like scaffolding. They were supposed to be taken down, they just left them. Yeah. And this this was the issue with having the Olympic Games in a place of, of poverty because they, they didn't have the, the suppose, the, the, support. Af- the support afterwards to be able to continue the, to facilitate what they'd built, which is sad, mm. really. But Tokyo is the most expensive Olympics ever. And do you know what, do you know what it costs just to build the venues? 7.5 billion. So all... The whole cost they they thought it was going to cost to 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 kind of facilitate the Olympics being in Tokyo, they spent just on stadiums. Where did they pull this money from? Where did it come from? Mm. I don't know. I don't know where they get the tax. It must be tax government. I don't know. I should have looked into that really. How much sorry was it in total for Tokyo? I haven't given the number yet. What do you think it was? Well, if Rio was twenty, I'm assuming thirty. Twenty six billion. Yeah, a bit high. Twenty six billion when you thought it was going to be seventeen, uh, seven point four is some way off the marker. Well, whoever's 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 estimated that is out of a job. Yeah, they've they've been fired. The one of the stadiums, you know, the main stadium where the Olympics was mm. in, cost one point four billion to build, and they they redesigned it twice. I think they had an Indian designer who did it all, and they were like, "We're not paying that." So then they got this Japanese guy in, and it was like, "Yeah, I'll do something else," and they've saved zero point six billion off it. But still, it's it's a it's a big, big big cost. Every every the, the, basically the Olympics is full of mini projects and min, mm. mini project designers. So there's there's hundreds of projects that go on with inside the Olympics, different buildings, the event organization, how things are going to run the day. There's loads of projects that run there. Not one single project that they did ran on budget. Not one. 
it's it's hard because do you say it's poor organisation or do you say it's due to the lack of tourists actually being okay, in Tokyo well, I'm, to I'm help gonna, the I'm economy? I'm going to give you that. I'm going to give you that now. So they also built 21 buildings in the Olympic Village, and that was for mm. hotels, people to stay, to people because generally after the Olympics there's a, there's a big uptake in people who buy in that area as well. So two billion was spent on the area, area, yeah, uh, surrounding area. And obviously no one was staying in them because there was no tourism, there was no one over there, there was no spectators. And obviously what usually makes up some of the money is, is ticket sales, but because there was no one able to go over there because of COVID. Do you know what they actually lost on ticket sales? It was only 800, I say only, it was only 850 million. <laughs> so they, they, wouldn't, they wouldn't have even made a billion pound back though from mm. just ticket sales. Obviously though, what's not potentially counting on top of that is revenue from tourism, people spending money in restaurants, yeah. in hotels, uh, athletes spending money on food and other stuff, potential income that comes in post-Olympics, the travel, all that sort of stuff which would have added up. So they, they estimated due to the Olympics being pushed back in respect to dates and the cost of ticket sales, it co- the Olympics cost an extra 2.5 billion due to COVID. Well, it actually says here, in terms of COVID as well, analysts have said that there is little reason to celebrate the Games. And they say the Olympics is only worse than Japan's COVID-19 outbreak and left its taxpayers saddled with a $15 billion... It's not dollars, is it? Oh, yeah, $15 billion bill, even as the Olympic Committee raked in billions from broadcasting rights. Mm -hmm. So, essentially... There's been absolutely no benefit for the people of Tokyo. Uh, there's been... They're talking about this now and how they for make... For everyday working people. How they make the Olympics beneficial for countries who put bids in because there's been a lot of countries recently that pulled out of putting bids in because of this economic impact it has. Mm. Which is scary, really, because you always think that the Olympics would benefit. Obviously, it benefits the nation because they all get to sit in the country, but the financial impact is sometimes not what they would tend to expect it to be. Especially with Tokyo. I mean, that was the most expensive Olympics ever. Rio was miles above anything before that. So I think one of the most successful games, London, was incredible. Yeah, I don't London know what the, the economic awesome. impact that was. No, I don't. But I went down to see the London Did you? Olympics. Yeah, and it was just... Oh, I swam in the pool and stuff pre-Olympics. Did you? And it was cool. epic. And they've, they've still got that there now. They've got like what the velodrome. The sw- what was the swimming area they built what color that got a name um it was just the olympic village it was it was it was yeah, next like to the, they, velodrome. They call the velodrome something not call the swimming area or something mm, i don't know it's just the aquatics just paying, paying. london aquatic center cool. it's still there now but what they basically did they built the stands well high like if you fall off those stands you're literally dead but after the olympics instead of like knocking down the whole pool they just took off some of the top stands and still have it, it there. Accessible. Made it more accessible. Yeah. What a great thing to do. Well yeah, done, that's London. What to do. Obviously, they sold one of the stadiums to West Ham, I think it was. It took the was it, yeah. And they built a football pitch on it, which yeah. a lot of people moaned about. We because... don't have the stats for London, but no. maybe we're biased because we're also British. Mm. <laughs> but I do think that was an awesome games. It was an awesome games. I mean, there's so much more that went on inside the Olympics as well. We just wanted to touch on some of the topics which were sort of newsworthy that mm-hmm. we heard a lot about and we just wanted to dig into those a little bit more because the Olympics is a great thing and I, I mean I watched a lot of it even though we weren't able to stay up and watch it because it was past my bedtime <laughs> well they, that, I think they did so well this year on the highlights you know yeah it, it was on all day went, it's cool yeah it was on all day it was highlighting the best bits and things like that 
which is which is pretty great. Mm-hmm. I enjoyed it a lot. I think that the thing that I'm looking forward to now is just digging into the mindset of some of the Olympians who were there and some of Team GB. So mm-hmm. over the next couple of weeks, hopefully we'll have a couple of the athletes on from Team GB to be able to dissect, not physically dissect, psychologically and mentally dissect. Mm. Well, that'd be a bit weird. We started chopping people up on the podcast, but I'm looking forward to doing that anyway. It'd be good. Yeah, it's so different. It will be so different, sorry, to hear their perspective. Mm. We're, we're a complete outside perspective on yeah, the games yeah. and looking in. So actually to get someone who was in Tokyo, mm-hmm. what they experienced, the Olympic Village, their sport, the events, the mindset behind being an Olympic athlete is super exciting. Yes. I'm quite happy with that. Yeah, I am. That was awesome. I got really involved in that podcast as well. There's just I've, a lot to discuss. Yeah, I mean, there's loads of other things that happened. And I think the main thing is it was a very successful Olympics for Team GB and massively proud of, of all the athletes that competed for GB. Yeah, proud to be British. Yeah. Reminds me of fish and, and the chips, first, but that's the first, okay. first Olympics you've had to, ever had to battle with such conditions in, in the middle of a pandemic is... For them to pull it off was was awesome. And apparently there wasn't that much of a spread of COVID in comparison to what they thought it was going to be. It was very, 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 very limited. Yeah, and I think if there was cases or if athletes had COVID or anyone there, they were instantly taken away from the village and isolated. So yeah, hats off. Like I can imagine it would have been, imagine if you were the event organizer for Tokyo. (laughs) You'd just be like, see ya. (laughs) What do you mean you'd get inside? No, no, you'd just be really quite stressed. Yeah. Throughout the whole thing. The thing is, this is what also cost them, by the way, is they had to hire an extra 400 doctors and GPs and, mm-hmm. and paramedics because of all the stuff that was going on. Yeah. Obviously, imagine all the testing on top of that, how much it's cost. Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. Well. But well. we really hope you enjoyed today's podcast, guys. Don't forget, if you are not subscribed to the YouTube channel, please head over. The, the reason why you should subscribe <laughs> to the YouTube please. channel as well is because we're going to be having some awesome guests. And I think it's always good so that you can see the, the guests interacting with us and seeing that social element to it. And we're going to be pulling more guests on over the next couple of months as well, which will be really, really cool. We've got some some big ones in the bag. Speaking of guests, who's on next week? Um. Oh, sorry, we've already filmed it. Yeah, yeah. Emma, ESG Fitness. Yes. So well excited. Emma Story Gordon, we recorded a podcast with her last week and that is going to be going up next week. Wednesday, which is a really, really cool episode. Again, it's quite a long one, it's two hours, so get on the YouTube channel, watch it. We were in a different podcast studio for that as well. So it was well, well worth a listen. We talked about a couple of different topics in respect to, to female equality in sport, female equality in, in general. In general. And we talked relationships. Relationships. Is bodybuilding healthy? Yep. How people suddenly, that whole conversation we had, I don't know how you actually describe it, where they bitch about you a few years ago and then they want to be your best friend. We went into actually a lot of... basically dobs a few people in. We went into a lot of deep topics. So it's a fantastic listen. And make sure, as always, guys, you're sharing the podcast, tagging us. We love to see it. It's so exciting when you're out getting your steps or whatever you're doing. And as always, we will catch you in next week's episode. Bye, guys. Bye.